Wretched Radio begins in three, two, one. What is the Bible? Who wrote the Bible? The church will continue to be even more irrelevant when it quotes letters from 2,000 years ago. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, is where our trouble began. This sounds to me like the voice of someone who really has an appalling ignorance of what the Bible says about itself and what Jesus said about it. It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. We are at Georgia Tech, and we are going to try to talk to the kids about if they could ask God one question, what would it be? And I suspect one of the things that they're going to say pretty consistently, maybe, or at least <laughs> at least more than once, why, why do bad things happen? Why do bad things happen? I'm guessing that is going to be on the mind of a lot of students, if they've actually ever thought about it before. All right, let's let's talk to this gentleman. Hey, young man, while you're walking to wherever you're going, keep walking. Can I talk to you on the radio and ask you a question? Sure. Here it is. If you could ask God one question, one question for God, what would it be? If I could ask God one question, I would ask him, why exactly... Did he send Jesus down as a man and not as a woman? I've just always been curious as to why he sent a son as opposed to a daughter, where typically throughout history we see females as more pure individuals. So why send a son? Hmm. I've just That's always, interesting. I've just always wondered that. Really? Yes. Okay. So I take it from that question, you actually believe in God and that he actually did send his son Jesus. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So you're a Christian? I am. Okay, so here maybe you said something interesting. You assumed that girls are more pure than boys. I, I don't assume. It's just that throughout history, they have um, symbolically and metaphorically and realistically been shown throughout art and things like that to be more pure individuals than males. And so based on art, you've got a theological question or position about the purity of women versus men. Yes. Tell me real quick, before you scoot, I want to become a Christian. How do I do it? Become a Christian? Well, really, it's not a question of how, it's what you believe. Basically, the only thing that defines you as a Christian is that you believe in God and Jesus. Okay. That's really all that defines you as a Christian. But why would you want me to pick Jesus as opposed to Bhagavad Gita? I don't really think that a question of having a good life and things like that depends on your religious views, but more on your moral views, how you live your life, not necessarily things that are supposed to lead your life. Me, as a Christian, although I do believe in God and Jesus, I do believe that I am in control of my own life and in what I do. Mm -hmm. What kind of Christian are you? What denomination or stripe are you? Um, I was raised Catholic, but as I've matured over the years, I'm not really sure if I could call myself Catholic, though I'm still in that boundary. Yeah. So would you consider yourself to be a good person? Yes. Doesn't mm -hmm. the Bible teach, though, that everybody is not good? The Bible does not necessarily teach that everybody's not good. It's that everybody has the tendency to be not good. Everybody has free will, as God gave us free will, but... With that free will, it's what you choose to do with that free will. You can choose to be a good person or a not-so-good person. Do you go to church right now? Um, I have not been to church in quite some time, honestly. And what church were you going to before you took a little sabbatical? Um, Catholic church. Catholic. It's not necessarily sabbatical. It's just that starting college, really not much time. All right, dude. Thanks for the chat. Appreciate it very much. Right, Fascinating question. All right, there's a dude walking here. I'm guessing used to be a lifeguard. Hey, young man, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Could I talk to you on the radio while you're yeah. walking? Yeah, All right, yeah, keep sure. going. Keep walking. I'll walk All with right, you. Let's go. Here's my question for you. If you could ask God one question, 
What would it be? Uh, just uh, why he lets things happen the way they happen. In a good way or a bad way? Um, I guess good and bad, both. Okay, so how how does he? Why does he run the world the way he runs the exactly, world? Yeah. What do you think the answer is? Uh, I guess for him, I guess he just decides it for each person. Do you think? Do you think he runs it well? To a point, yes. To what point? Uh, to the point up until the global disasters start happening. The bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Who do you think God is? Uh, I mean, it's not a person, so he doesn't really have a who, but what he is, I don't know, I just think it's a higher power, higher spirit. Okay. Do you think, do you go by any religious denomination or stripe? Uh, Yeah, I'm Protestant. You're Protestant? Yeah. Oh, so you would say God is Jesus? Yeah. Okay. So he is a person? Oh, not anymore. He was a person. Okay. So he's (laughs) not anymore. What is he now? Uh, spirit now, I guess. I want to ask you a favor. All right. Okay. I've always been intrigued by Protestantism. I would like mm-hmm. you to give me a reason why I should become a Protestant. I actually don't know a reason why I should become a Protestant. I mean, because I can't give away a reason because there's no, there's no uh, reason that Protestantism is better than any other religion. Hmm. So why are you a Protestant? Because huh. uh, that's the way I was brought up. So you just went with mom and dad's deal? Yeah. No, you're but, an, but, but you're an adult now. Well, you're a man yeah. now. Yeah, I'm an right? adult now, yeah. So are you going to stick with it or are you going to find something better? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not like forced to the religion, so I guess I can go with whatever I want, but I haven't looked yet, so mm-hmm. if there's something better, if I feel like something's better, then. So I could maybe talk you into becoming a Buddhist today, is that right? Yeah. So I'm guessing you're not really convinced that that Jesus is God, that Protestantism is the right religion. I mean, there is no right religion. Really? Depends. Yeah, I think so. It just depends on what you believe. Are in. they all right? Uh, they're not all right, but there's no wrong. There's no wrong religion, I don't think. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let's just depends on all. It just depends on what you feel, what you believe. Hmm. Can I ask what your political persuasion is? No, I don't follow politics. Okay, do you been more conservative or liberal? I actually don't know. Okay. I don't follow any of that. Do you think Democrats are the same as Republican? Are they both right? Hmm. Do you think communism and capitalism are the same thing? I mean, they're not right in everything. Like some some aspects, one one uh, political party is more right than others. So wouldn't that be true of religion too? That maybe some are right, or one is right, and the other ones are wrong. I mean, you can't be right in everything. They're probably right in in some aspects, and then other religions are right in other aspects. And okay, help me out. Logic me through this, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, Buddhism basically teaches kind of get rid of your desires. You get reincarnated, and when you finally lose any desires, you become connected with a great big nothing. Right. Kind of what they teach. All right? Hinduism has about 400 million gods that are carved out of wood or little statues that they put on their idols. Islam says that God is Allah, okay. and if you somehow are able to die, perhaps in a jihad, then you can inherit eternity with 72 virgins. Okay. Christianity says 
Only Jesus Christ is God. And you must repent and trust him. All your sins will be forgiven and you'll inherit eternal life with him as a free gift of God. Mm-hmm. And that's three radically, four radically different systems. Yeah. How can they possibly all be right? We don't know. Would it be fair to say that either one of them is right, none of them is right, but they can't all be right because they're contradictory? So if you had a, a little multiple test quiz, and there were three <laughs> options. One is right, none is right, or all, but all can't be right. <laughs> uh, let's see. One is right, none is right, or all can't be right. I mean, it would have to be one of those because there, there's, there's yeah, no way to, they can all be, be right because they're be all so different, right? Uh-huh. So the question is, is any religion right? What do you think? Hmm. I have to say no. So you don't believe that your own religion is correct? I mean, to an extent, uh, to an extent it's correct. All right, rudimentary question. And then sometimes it could be wrong. Do you sometimes. think that Jesus is God? Yes. Okay, so that's a pretty good foundation. <laughs> so that would mean all the other religions are wrong. Because didn't oh, Jesus yeah. say that he's the way, the truth, the life? That is true. And every other system is an idolatrous system? That is true. Okay. But then again, I'm not going to hate on the other religions. Hit on them? Hate on them. Hate on them. No, that, that, that doesn't mean you hate them. Oh, it just okay. means you disagree with them. Right. right. But then again, my disagreement could be disagreeing with other person who's another religion. That's why I say, like, to an extent, they're right to whoever you ask. So let's say I came up to you and I said, I'm a Muslim. I mm-hmm. believe in Allah. I don't think that Jesus is God. Am I right or wrong? Uh, well, it'd be your opinion, so I'd say. I know it's my opinion, but is my opinion right or uh, wrong? Uh, I mean, opinions don't really have right or wrong answers. Sure they do. You think so? See that See that statue right there? Yes. I, I think it's a banana. That's okay. my opinion. Am oh, yeah, I that's right your opinion. <laughs> You're wrong. There you go. So if I'm a Muslim <laughs> I never and you that. believe that Jesus is God... I never thought of that. Then I'd just be a wrong Muslim. I could be a very nice Muslim. Yeah. But I'm a wrong Muslim. All right. All right. I never thought of it that way. So you could you could fairly then say... Based on what I know to be true, all of the world systems are wrong. I have got the right one, and everybody else in the world that doesn't believe that Jesus is God is wrong. I mean, yeah, yeah, if I want to be like that. If I want to just say I'm right, and I'm not going to open my eyes to anything else. Well, let me ask you, what would it take for me to convince you that that statue is a banana? Since I'm an engineer, you'd have to do give me scientific proof. Yeah, once you find the truth, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to keep looking for truth because you found the truth, exactly. and everything else will be wrong because you found what's true. Yeah. All right, dude. Thanks for the chat today. No problem. I appreciate it. You're a gentleman. Thank you very much. Where are you going right now? I'm actually going to study. Okay, hold on. Hold on one second. Okay. Got to take a break. You okay. sit tight. This is Wretched Radio. Who will speak for those who are staggering to? The slaughter seems like right now would be a good time to encourage you to support Preborn Ministries. They're in it. It's a little complex out there with the internet and ordering pills. 
They're in the game. They're working hard to save babies and save mommies and daddies with the gospel. So if you are energized about life, that's something you can do. You can support Preborn. They provide free ultrasounds despite the accusations of all pro-life clinics. They are holistic. They do care about the mommy too. And they care for the family and they provide training. And it is literally a way that if you have the means, you can be saving a life. Amazing ministry. Preborn.org slash wretched. Preborn.org slash wretched. Hey, thanks for listening to Wretched Radio today. You know, it is a beautiful day to talk about something close to our hearts. Here at Gospel Partners Media, you know we're on a mission. We talk about it so frequently, and it's a mission that doesn't include buying jets with your donations. Even if we wanted to, which we don't, but if we did, the folks at the ECFA would put us on some kind of list or something. I don't know, but that's not what our mission is. We're on a mission to reach as many people all across the world by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, and that is where you come in. So if you enjoy listening to us here at Wretched Radio and thought, hey, these guys are okay. Well, we would ask if you would prayerfully consider joining us on this mission because your support could be the difference in someone hearing the gospel. And let's be honest, in the grand scheme of things, isn't that worth a little bit more than just keeping the lights on? Though we do like seeing where we're going. <laughs> Wretched.org slash donate. That's where you can get answers to any questions you may possibly have on becoming an ongoing monthly gospel partner. Wretched. Amazing grace. Amazing gospel. Might I, first of all, thank you for the hundreds of wretches who supported Masters Academy International last year. And if you are now perhaps intrigued by what they do at Masters Academy International, would encourage you to check them out. Yes, we're doing a Bible distribution program with them, but they're training pastors around the globe. Seminary trained students at the Master's Seminary return to their native land and they get plugged into a Master's Academy International mini-seminary outlet where they teach indigenous pastors how to rightly divide the word of truth. It's brilliant. And these indigenous pastors trained at the Master's Seminary train indigenous pastors. Brilliant. It is a wonderful ministry and you could be supporting a pastor, you could be supporting a seminary overseas and you'll be strengthening the local church. You can do that at wretched.org slash pastor. Wretched.org slash pastor. Important dates in Christian history. 1830. Charles Finney's urban revivals begin and introduce techniques that decisively affect later mass evangelism in America. Finney's innovations included the anxious bench, a forerunner to altar calls, and the use of emotional manipulation to elicit a decision for Christ. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Is it a banana or is it a block? What is that thing anyway, man? What is that piece of art? Block. What is it? Really? That is not a pretty piece of art. All right, we are at the Georgia Tech. It's Wretched Radio, and this is Greg, the mechanical engineer, soon to be. What year are you, dude? I'm a freshman. You're a freshman. Yeah, so you got a long way to go. Yeah, how you digging school? It's all right. Now, is this your first time living away from home? Oh yeah. You're getting slammed with a lot of stuff, aren't you? Yeah, it's not bad. How's about temptation? You getting tempted by a lot of bad stuff? Nope. Sex, never. drugs, rock and roll? No, no. Really nothing? No, I've never never smoked, never drank. No, I wasn't I wasn't asking you to give me a like a resume on your morality. No, I'm just, I'm Have you saying. been getting hit by temptations here? No, not really. Oh, so dude, you're a Protestant. Mm-hmm. All right. 
and you believe that Jesus is the only way, right? Right. Right. You That's are not saying. sounding convincing. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't want to. I don't want to sound mean to the other religions. Well, I don't I say that they're I wrong. It, I don't think it's mean. Yeah. Right. I mean, when you get something wrong, when you take a mechanical engineering test, right. That's the true. teacher's not being mean. He's just being honest. Yeah. Two plus two isn't seventeen. <laughs> right. So it's not mean to go. Hey, it's four. Right. Right. Okay. So if Jesus is the only way, mm-hmm. and every other world system is wrong, yeah. I asked you, the first question I asked you, well, one of the first was, why should I consider becoming a Protestant? Um, well, for me personally, I would just say, because he's given me, he's given me a great life, but if you ask someone who's homeless, I'm sure they want to give you the same answer. Can right? a homeless person believe in Jesus? What would their their reason be to believe in Jesus? Uh, well, some can't believe in Jesus and say, I shouldn't believe in anything, but then, you know, you can meet the others who have faith and say, just... Uh, just because I haven't got anything now doesn't mean that he won't give me anything in the future. So, so I that's why they're still hopeful. So Jesus will give me stuff. Possibly. 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 Would you consider yourself to be a good person? I think so, yeah. All right. I'm going to test you on that. Okay. Ready? How many lies do you think you've told in your life? Oh, let's see. Maybe a few. Okay. Have you stolen anything in your life? Hmm. Yes. Okay, so quick summary. Yeah. Is it fair to say you're a liar and a thief? I guess so, yeah. All right. Okay, this one should be really easy. Mm-hmm. Lust. Looking at a woman mm-hmm. with a sexual thought. Oh, of course. Okay, so you're an adulterer at heart. Because that's what Jesus said, right? If you look at a woman with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. That's true. Have you murdered anybody? No. <laughs> Have you ever been angry with somebody? Maybe called him a bad name? In my heart, yes. Okay. Because again, if God sees inside of your heart... That's true. Then it, it's not committing the act, but thinking the thought exactly. is the murder of the heart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The question was, Greg, would you consider yourself to be a good person? And here's what here's what we just I uncovered. take those into account, then If you no. think about those things, then you'd, no. you'd be a bad person. Exactly. Okay, so you die. I die. God is just. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let their... Let criminals go. There's no cold cases with God. There you are, standing before God, all by yourself. Would he find you innocent or guilty as he examined your life? I guess he would find me guilty. So what would God do with you? Uh, If I were God, it's just saying if I was, I would look at the things he's done, things I've done, and then I would look at the bad things I've done, and then I would also look at the good things I've done. And then I would put them, you know, scale them, weigh them out, and see, uh, you know, which one tops the other. I'm going to make you the judge then, okay? Okay. You're not God, but you're sitting on a courtroom, and I'm and I'm the criminal. Okay. And I'm standing before you, judge, mm-hmm. and it has become clear because of the prosecutor's case that I have, you name the crime. What crime have I committed? Killed someone. I've killed somebody. Okay. Okay, but I say to you, judge... I know that I've killed somebody, but I want you to consider I was nice to an old lady yesterday. I babysat for a single mom three days ago, and I gave some money to charity once, and I've always paid my taxes. I think you should consider that and let me go. Judge, what do you say? No. Okay. So I think murder outweighs all that. Well, because you're, you're still balancing it. But really, those good deeds have nothing to do with my criminal record, do they? Mm-mm. I mean, it doesn't... doesn't no. Even if I gave $10 million, exactly, it's yeah. irrelevant. I've committed a crime. And if justice is just, and if God is righteous, regardless of how many good things you think you've done, mm-hmm. you'd still be guilty. And you'd still yeah. have a fine to pay. 
right? That's true, yeah. So God knows you're guilty. You're standing in front of him. Would God give you heaven or hell? I guess I think he'd give me hell. Hmm. Yeah, I think he would. Tell me what you know about hell. Nothing. Is it a- I, I know what they tell... I know what I see in, you know, movies... Is it a good place or a bad place? Terrible place. Why do you suppose it's so terrible? I mean, I don't, I don't, I just see what I, I just know what I see from like, you know, movies, books, pictures, but then again, I've never seen it, so it could could be a good place, but, you know, if God sends people there for punishment, then I'm I'm sure it's bad. All right, let me, I'm going to, I want to try to do something here. All right. right, Let's start. Okay, see that bar on that window? It's up about what? Mm -hmm. Two, three feet? Yeah. Okay, that bar is you and me. Okay. Right, that's our sense of right and wrong. Uh, you and I have a pretty good idea of what's good and what's bad, right? Okay. And below that bar are things like lying yep. and stealing. Yep. We think those are kind of bad. Mm-hmm. But we think raping a child is a horrible Terrible. thing, right? So that goes down even lower, okay. right? Now, imagine that that's our standard. That's how high you and I are on the morality scale. Mm-hmm. If we were up as tall as that building, now we're suddenly at that line about 10 feet taller. Okay. We've got a different vantage point now. Yeah. Now, as we look all the way down to lying, mm-hmm. now it's really disgusting and bad, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, yeah. Okay, because we suddenly have a higher sense of right and wrong, a better sense of morality. So before, we used to just think that raping a child was terrible, but now we see lying as a terrible abomination because we have a higher standard. So that would explain why God would send liars to hell. Yeah, that's true. We don't think it's a big deal because our standard's way down there, but God's Mm -hmm. standard is way up there and his vantage point is way better. Higher than that, yeah, yeah. And so every little thing that we think is just boys will be boys, it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. God looks at it and goes, no, 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 you've got the wrong vantage point. I'm high and holy and I must punish lawbreakers, liars, thieves, blasphemers, adulterers. So it would be right for God to send liars like you and me to hell. Right. All right, dude. Mm-hmm. Come on, what did Jesus do so we don't have to go to hell? Died for us. There you go. Yeah. You deserve to get sent to hell. You've got a fine you can't pay. Jesus right. paid it for you. Yeah. You should get thrashed by God for what you've done. Yeah. For the lusting alone. Do you know when I asked you the first question? Do you know that you blasphemed? What was the first question? I said, tell me, if, if you could ask God one question, what would it be? And do you know that you took his name in vain when you responded to me? Instead. Oh, yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. All right. I'm, I realize. Yeah. God, for taking his name in vain and not thanking him for air and for the day, what he should give to us, wow, we deserve to be ground to powder, don't we? Yeah. But definitely. Jesus was punished on our behalf. Mm-hmm. He took the punishment you deserve. The wrath of the Father was put on the just man so the unjust man, you, could be forgiven and set free. The yeah. good man died for the bad man so that the bad man might be seen as good in the Father's eyes. Right. That's why people should repent and trust Jesus. Yeah. Not so that they could maybe get a crust of bread in the morning because they're starving to death, but because he's the only one who is so kind to die for their sins. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody should turn to the Savior because he's good and he's kind and he's amazing. And instead of giving us what we deserve, he's offered us kindness and he's taken the punishment that we've earned for ourselves. That's true, yeah. That's the good news of the gospel. So, dude. Yeah. Have you done that? Have you repented and put your trust in Jesus, fled to him for mercy because he is the Savior of your soul? Big question. All right, you're a thoughtful guy, so I'm going to just give you a second to think about it. I know you're a thinker, I can tell. Yeah. 
But have you, as an adult, not because of mom and dad or not because of a hope of getting stuff or because, well, overall life has been pretty sweet for me, but have you individually come to the place in your life where you've said, I'm not a good man, I'm a bad man, and I deserve your wrath. Father, have mercy on me, a sinner. And you've thrown yourself at the mercy of the judge without excuse, begging for forgiveness and putting your trust in his son, Jesus Christ, as if your life depended on it. Have you done that? No, I haven't. So would it be fair for me to say, then, dude, you're not born again. You're not in a right relationship with God. You haven't yeah. died to yourself. It's fair, yeah. And right now, you're an enemy of God. Yeah, that's fair to say. And God offers so that means you... I have to do something to become a friend of God. Well, Jesus already did that for you. Yeah. Okay? Don't, don't confuse this. But now, this. should I do it for him? Well, you know what? You know what? That's exactly right. You know what? You're right. But not to get saved or not to get into a right no, relationship yeah. with him, but because he's willing to bring you into a right relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. This is important. Okay. Does your backpack hold books in order to be a backpack? No. No. It holds books because it is a backpack. Exactly. When God saves you, you do good things not to be a Christian, yeah. but because you are a Christian. Exactly. Okay. Right. All right. I'm going to leave you. All right. You got something to think about today. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Repent and trust the Savior. Okay. God right now has got you in his scopes. That's true. Yeah. But he offers you mercy before you die. Come to grips with this. And if it's true, dude, there's no reason to delay. Yeah. Because this isn't this isn't a bad message. This is a good message. Right. He's willing to take you out of the griddle. Exactly. And make you his child. So turn to him, not because you're afraid of hell, but because he's been so kind to save you from hell. Radical difference. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey. Thank you. Pleasure. You See too. ya. Goodbye. Study hard. It's Witness Wednesday. This is Wretched Radio. And it's now time for a Wretched News Break here on Wretched Radio. I'm Jimmy Hicks. We start today in Alabama, where the Alabama Supreme Court has made a groundbreaking ruling that affirms the rights of frozen human embryos that are conceived through in vitro fertilization as children with human rights under state law. The decision stems from the Sanctity of Life Amendment that reflects the people of Alabama's commitment to recognizing and protecting the sanctity of the unborn. The court's ruling highlights the importance of upholding the value of every individual born and unborn in the eyes of the law. Moving to the state of Idaho, the attorney general there is taking a stand against the Biden administration's attempt to override pro-life law. The AG's petition to the U.S. Supreme Court emphasizes the state's authority to regulate abortion, challenging the administration's actions under the Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act. It's a legal battle that highlights the ongoing efforts to protect life both at the state and federal levels. And hopefully you are continuing to pray for all of our brothers and sisters abroad, especially in Pakistan, where a Christian individual has been sentenced to life in prison under the country's blasphemy laws for a social media message. It's a case that sheds light on the harsh realities that are faced by the religious minorities in some parts of the world, and especially these blasphemy laws in Pakistan. They have done so much to imprison people who claim the name of Jesus. We shift gears to a sports controversy. A girls' basketball game in Massachusetts ended in a forfeit after multiple injuries were sustained during a matchup involving a team with a reportedly tall male player. 
The decision to end the game early just highlights the importance of prioritizing the safety of girls and their ability to play other girls and not men, especially when they're faced with these things that they shouldn't be faced with. Lastly, in Rhode Island, medical malpractice lawsuits have been filed against gender-affirming care providers, raising questions about their influence in public schools. The lawsuits highlight concern about potential harm caused by these medical practices, and they underscore the need for transparency and accountability in healthcare settings, particularly when children are involved. Amen to that. And that's been today's Wretched News Break. More at Wretched Radio straight ahead. I'm Jimmy Hicks. Books of the Bible. Esther is the story of a Jewish woman who becomes Queen of Persia. After a plot to destroy the Jews is uncovered, Esther risks her life to save her people. She appeals to the king who kills the conspirators and allows the Jews to defend themselves. When you face persecution, remember God is able to save his people through all kinds of circumstances. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. You learn something new every day. (laughs) Really. It's Witness Wednesday. This is Wretched Radio. I'm a Georgia Tech. Did you know that capitalism is a system of greed, racism, war, and oppression? I had no idea. Good thing I came to the campus. I'm reading the sign on the kiosk thing where everybody posts their announcements for concerts or rooms for rent or events coming up. This has not come from nowhere. How is the grammar on that? This, this, this something must have been brewing for a long time. And now people are given permission to leap out of the closet and say, I'm a socialist. Okay, I'll get back to this in just a moment. Dude, why are you wearing a suit? You got an interview? Are you a student here? I am. What are you studying? Material science. I don't know what that means. Could you explain it to me? Uh, It's the study of creating materials. And I guess an example would be like concrete, all the additives that go into it, Ah. how to give it the properties you want. Okay. Do you think that you can create something out of nothing? What do you mean by nothing? Do you mean material? Well, you use the word create. So let's say in my hand is nothing, which is nothing. Okay. Can something come out of that? In a sense, we can take energy and create things from energy. But energy but is something. Energy is something. So that would be your definition of nothing. Would be absolutely nothing? Probably not. We always take what's there. Because nothing can't come from... Something can't come from nothing. So something always had to exist. So it's either the creation that always existed or the creator that always existed. Okay. It does not appear that you and I have always existed, nor the earth has always existed. Okay. There appears to have been a start. But for there to be a start and for stuff to exist, there had to be somebody or something that didn't have a start that always existed. Otherwise, if that thing had a start, then there had to be somebody who didn't have a start before him, and you go into an infinite regress. So there had to be something infinite for there to be something now. Fair enough? Very likely. Okay, so have I convinced you that we were created? Not that we were created, but that there was something that existed indefinitely. Who do you think that might be? I don't know. How's about God? Okay. <laughs> that's a good, that that's an okay answer for yeah okay do you think it would be reasonable to conclude that we can learn something about that god from looking at the creation i look around i study stuff if he made it it gives me a little insight into what he's like sure would that be fair 
assuming he created it. Yeah. Okay. There's probably some imprint. Do you like it when bad guys are found guilty because they definitely committed the crime and justice is executed on that person that the criminals get what they have coming to them? Do I feel bad for it? No. Do you like the idea oh. of justice that the criminals don't get away scot-free with murdering, raping, embezzling money? Yeah. Shoplifting. Okay. That's a good thing. Usually. Could I conclude that sense of justice that you and I have comes from our creator? I don't know. It's, a, it's an intrinsic thing because everyone has a different sense of justice. Yeah, so. to varying degrees. But overall, we agree that murder is bad, rape is bad, lying is bad, lusting is bad. I think overall, there's something pretty consistent inside of the human heart that says there are some things that are just bad. But then there are also people who are, I mean, you could say they're mentally insane and it is a medical thing as well as you know also a mental thing just but they're insane yeah okay so i mean beyond the 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 medical issues there are people who just have very different senses of justice right but overall we still have a sense our our sense of justice might be perverted contorted wrong misguided but we have one right and so does god okay okay if god is just how do you think you would fare if he judged you for the behavior that you've committed on this earth? Say that one more time. If God is just, okay, mm-hmm. he's the standard of justice. We have a standard. We're maybe a little goofed up, but his standard of justice is perfect. And let's say that he opened up the books on your life to see how good you have been, whether you've been naughty or nice. What would God see? Have you been naughty or nice? Have you been good or bad? Both. You've been both. It's true. Okay. So if you've been bad and he is just, what do you think God should do with you? Do you think God should reward you or punish you? I have no idea. It's up to him. What do you think? I agree. It's up to him. But if you've broken his laws, then he should give you punishment, shouldn't he? It's true. That would be right. That seems to be fair. Right. Hmm. I'm guessing you don't think that you've probably broken any of God's laws. Is that a fair guess? I don't know. I probably have. Have you, have you told lies before? Yes. Stolen anything? No. Ever? I don't think so. Even as a kid, change, pocket change, candy from a store. Not that I can think didn't of. Didn't return a book, downloaded music, showed up late for work but punched in on time. No, no not that so I So you've been good in that department? I think right. so. How's about lust? Lust? Not particularly. I really? mean, there's nothing I can think of, but probably you've, you've have. never looked at a woman and had sexual desires or pornography and lusted. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that would be a that would be a, a crime against God. I don't know. I mean, that's. I have no idea. Okay. Well, what do you think about a guy, for instance, who would go through a neighborhood looking into people's windows, peeping in to see them in their bedrooms? You'd probably go, kind of a pervert, right? Yeah. Looking at pornography, kind of the same thing. It's just not going up to somebody's window. It's looking into the window of a computer. Okay, so just because somebody else made a mistake doesn't make your mistake go away. That's true. Okay. Have you ever taken God's name in vain? Do you know what that means? To use God's name in a bad way? Yeah. Okay. So he's the creator. He judges you. Right now, he drops you dead and you stand before God. Boom, you're transported right before God. Would you be innocent or guilty before God? I have no idea. Well, you've lied. You've lusted. You've taken his name in vain. Sounds to me like you'd be guilty. 
Okay. Doesn't it? I guess. I mean, if a criminal stands before a judge and he's broken the laws, he's guilty. All right. Okay. What do you think God would do with you? I have no idea. I'm already dead, so he can't kill me. But But your soul, the thing inside of you that makes you you, your body's not you, your suit's not you. I suppose. The soul inside of you is what makes you you. Your brain isn't even you. You're you. Okay. That thing. What do you think he's going to do with you? Would he take you to a good place or send you to a bad place? I have no idea. (laughs) Well, you've broken his laws. You're guilty. That's pretty straightforward. It's not a fun answer, but it's a pretty obvious answer. If you're up for it, I could go to purgatory. If there is such a place, you must be have a Catholic background. No. No? No. Just sounds like a good idea right now. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Pull out the purgatory card. All right. There's a heaven, there's a hell. What do you think God would do with you? I have no idea. I honestly don't. Yeah, you do. Uh, I mean... You've lost it. You've taken it. Okay, God gave you life. Mm-hmm. And your suit, nifty suit, by the way, has given you an education, air to breathe. Every single time you wanted one, he gave it to you. And instead of thanking him, you took his name in vain and blasphemed it and said his name in a bad way. Okay. Oh, wow. I mean, that's pretty low. People don't do that with Adolf Hitler's name. I never hear anybody say, oh, Hitler. But when we say God's name in disgust, imagine his displeasure after he's provided you everything that is good and kind. Not to mention the lusting. Not to mention when you were naughty as a child. Or when you weren't grateful for what he's provided for you. If you've ever complained and carped about what you don't have. You'd be guilty if God is just... And he's good, and he punishes lawbreakers. A just judge would give you what you deserve, and that would be punishment. All right. When you brought up purgatory, what where'd you hear about that? What was that all about? It's just sort of a joke with us now. Okay. But it, that's 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 a Catholic concept, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't have a Catholic background. No. Do you have a Christian background? For a while. What was it? Uh, middle school. Elementary school. It was a Christian school. Was it? Okay. So what did they tell you? that God did so you don't have to go to hell. All you had to do was believe. In what? Usually what they would say. Right. In what? Uh, They'd always point to uh, Jesus as Christ and Savior. Because he died to take the punishment you deserve. Yeah. God's wrath was aimed at you, but Jesus stepped in the middle, took the punishment you deserve, because you've got to find your court case is one you can't pay the debt, but Jesus paid it for you. The wrath of the Father was put on the Son, the good man died for the bad man, that you might be seen as good in the Father's eyes so that you can go to heaven, so your court case can be dismissed, so that you can be forgiven, because God is kind, and he's merciful, but he's also just, and he's got to give people what they deserve. Okay. You deserve hell, but he gave that to Jesus in your place so that you could be forgiven. Suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you trust that? I don't know. Just don't have any reason to. Jesus died for you, a sinner. Looking down through the corridor of time, he knew that you would lie and lust and take his name in vain. He knew all, every, he knows you better than you, right? So every evil intention of your heart, every time you failed to be grateful, he knew it, but he died for you anyway. Can you think of a kinder act than that? I'm hungry right now, so if someone gave me food, I would probably be pretty happy. Really? I don't know. Better than dying for you so you don't have to receive the wrath of the Father. That's possible. So you'd rather have a sandwich than salvation? Right now, yes. All right. All right. 
Mate, thanks for the chat. Appreciate it. All right, goodbye. Oofta. You heard me. I said oofta. It's Witness Wednesday. This is Wretched Radio. Well, in a world that is undeniably cluttered with quick fixes and superficial solutions, now comes a journey into the heart of real change. I'm talking about Transformed Season 3. It's finally here, and we're inviting you into the lives of individuals that are facing the giants of fear and guilt and grief. But hey, there's a twist. These aren't your typical battles. These battles have been fought with the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith. You'll witness lonely and overeating and relational tension met with grace, truth, and love that can only come from the one who knows us the best. This season's not just about watching others. It's about seeing yourself and your struggles and the path to true transformation through biblical counseling. We'll together dive deep into the heart of what it means to be transformed. Transformed Season 3 can be found right now at wretched.org slash transformed3. Record number of children are attending the Tomorrow Clubs in Africa. You should see the videos. Hundreds of kids run to meet at a Tomorrow Club in Africa. Why? Because Tomorrow Clubs, their weekly kids meeting clubs where the kids, yep, they get some treats, but they get the gospel. They get the Bible. They get Bible memorization. Remember, we used to force our kids to do that, but now that we're oppressors, we don't want to be toxic and make our kids memorize Bible verses when it's about a gazillion times easier than when you get old. And they worship the Lord, they pray together, and they get loved on. Tomorrow clubs, I'm telling you, record-breaking. The images are so encouraging, so cool, and I would encourage you to consider being a Tomorrow Club partner. One dollar per child per month encourage you to please consider supporting the great ministry tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. Are you ready to go on an adventure that tackles life's biggest questions head on? Well, we invite you to join John Fabares and Jake Ream on a riveting journey in Road Trip to Truth Season 4. This season, they're hitting the road to explore deep questions about sin, atheism, racism, and the very nature of truth itself. Through candid conversations with university students and wisdom from experts, this season delivers some unwavering answers from a biblical perspective. Whether it's understanding the realities of heaven and hell, navigating the complexities of marriage, or uncovering the truths about money and forgiveness, Road Trip to Truth Season 4 will be your guide. It's perfect for youth groups, families, or anyone who seeks to defend their faith with confidence. Road Trip to Truth has been more than a series. It's a tool for sparking meaningful discussions and inspiring a commitment to the gospel. So if you're ready to head out on a road trip, buckle up for the truth. Road Trip to Truth Season 4, available now at wretched.org slash 4. Attributes of God God is omniscient, meaning He knows all things. He knows all things past, present, and future. God does not learn new information, and nothing takes Him by surprise. He knows what will happen, and is working all things for His glory, and the good of those who love Him. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Gotta get those kids ready before you send them off to school. This is Witness Wednesday. It's Wretched Radio. I'm at Georgia Tech. Hey, guys, I gotta ask. There's a bunch of people walking around with yellow headbands. What? Why? Humans versus zombies. Alrighty. You wanna explain that to me? 
Mm, I would have to say the best game ever. We are trying to make this a Georgia Tech tradition, something that freshmen, even graduate students can come and enjoy. Dude, I sure hope you're in theater. No, but I have been said I should be an actor. All right, so how do I become a zombie? Why would I choose zombie over human? Because it's a lot more fun, and you don't have to be very paranoid as you walk around campus. You don't choose, you just like attack them. <laughs> this okay. is true. Okay, so do I get initiated in, into the zombie club? Um, initiation would probably be making the oath of the om nom nom. Give me the oath of the om nom nom. He's making things up. <laughs> is he making it up? He's making it up. <laughs> well, you're, you're a good maker-upper. Okay, tell me how do I become a part of the zombie club? Well, you just pretty much got to get tagged and devote your life to eating all humans possible. I see. All right, gentlemen. Appreciate it very much. Zombie on. See ya. There's a dude eating a sandwich. Let's give it a go, shall we? Young man, keep eating. Don't stop. Keep walking. Can I? Ooh, dude, lots of peanut butter on that sandwich. Yeah, that's good. Rock on. Can I talk to you on the radio while you're eating? Sure. All right. How much protein is in peanut butter? <laughs> uh, you want tablespoons or grams? Do you know it? No idea. <laughs> so why'd you ask? Uh, <laughs> You're pulling my leg. I could make a guess in something. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a philosophical question. Maybe you'd consider it a religious question. You ready? Sure. Can All I ask right. what radio? Yes, Wretched Radio. Read my shirt. We're so big we've even got shirts. Awesome. Because nobody else can make shirts like this. Is it like a talk radio? Or yes, music? sir, it is. Nope, talk. What do you guys talk about usually? This stuff. Okay. Here Go it ahead. is. You ready? You can ask God one question. What is it? Uh... When is it over so all these people can stop suffering? Because I believe in God. and uh, Suffering's a tough one. And uh, I think there's a lot of people, good people, that are suffering a lot because there's a lot of bad people. And God lets bad people make their choices, and so that's part of life. It's part of us having to live here. But uh, I would like to know when, when they get to stop suffering. Mm. Okay, because you don't like suffering. Hi. You know. Do you think that anybody deserves suffering? Mm. No, I think lots of people deserve learning. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, is lots of people do bad things because they obviously don't understand something about life or about, I don't know. Who's your God? Uh, my Father. I call him Heavenly Father. Okay. Is he the only God? Yeah. So you are a Christian? I am a Christian. All right. I'm a Mormon, if you, if you must know. I guess that when you said Father God. Because that's that's Mormon lingo, correct? Oh, I don't know. I think lots of the Catholic Church calls him the Father. I mean, the scriptures. Yeah, yeah no, no, you're, no, you're right. But like that, that's kind of. I'm an evangelical, and we have okay. our own, we've got our own little lingo. Sure, it's a little. I and mean, I, the way we talk about it's different. I think it's the same person, but sure. So, do you think that Christians and Mormons believe in the same God? For sure, I think there's only one God. Okay, so it's it's the same one. How different would my understanding of God need to be from yours for us to be believing in different gods? How different would it need to be? Yeah. Okay, let's say that I believe that God is a big-nosed clown. So, so here's a question, though. You're saying that then there's there's different gods. Your point is, is my point is, is there is only one. Okay, so let's... whether or not we understand him perfectly, and there's lots of different religions that understand him differently, that's fine. But I believe there's one truth. So me, I agree. Whether I agree or not I'm right, I don't I don't know. You know, oh, well, let I have me, my let beliefs. Me, let me try but... this. I'll qualify. You're, you sure. are correct. You tag me, and that's good. Okay. <laughs> let's say that I believe Jesus was... I call my God Jesus, sure. but I really think that he's he's a he appears as Bozo the Clown on a TV show in Chicago. Would I be wrong in my understanding of Jesus? I would think so, and, and the reason why is because I don't think that matches scripturally what he's done throughout all time in history. Okay, so if I believe in Jesus a different way mm -hmm. than you, one of us would be wrong. Correct. 
Yeah, well, maybe both of us, right? I mean, that's, that's maybe neither that of us are understanding completely what we should. That would be a possibility. Okay, so with that, if I understand Jesus differently enough, there must be a line someplace. Sure. We, we've, we've identified him being a clown putting on a TV show in Chicago is over that line. How is about the line of eternality? The always existence of Jesus. Would that be a big enough distinction between the two of us for one of us to be sure. wrong? Sure. Okay. I think that's an important principle that he's always existed. Yeah. Do you believe that Jesus is always existing? Yeah. That's it's not true. Mormon doctrine. Yes, it is. Jesus is created from the Father. No, we believe Jesus always existed. Always. always positive. We believe that, that so the, God has always been, and we believe that Jesus Christ, his son, because that's how the scriptures talk about him as his son. Mm-hmm. And Do you um, believe that God was always God? I believe that God was always my father. No, was he always God? What do you mean by God? Can you define God for me? Sure, the the, the, the entity that we're talking about. Yeah, I believe he's always been who he was. Okay, his, so, who he is has not changed, ever. So the Mormon statement, help me out then, because this is different. Sure. The Mormon statement that says, as father now is, we too can be, mm-hmm. indicates that he wasn't always God. He had to attain God's status, so, and now He's created you, and you too can cre- you can attain God-like status. So, what I do believe is that we can become like our Father. Yes, and I and I know I know so the you statement can become you're talking God too. I know the statement you're talking about yes. in terms of um, in terms of the fact that as God once was, man may become. I know the quote very well. Do I understand everything about what God was or where He came from? No, I don't think anybody does. Actually, I don't think anybody can tell me. Even if you believe He's existed from eternity. What he's been doing for eternity, I don't think anybody can ask that question. So if I can the, finish, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I would say, though, that I really believe that it makes no sense for a father, a loving father, to send his children to earth for no reason. I believe he sent us here for a schooling to teach us, to help us learn and grow, and to hopefully, one day, help us become like him so that he can he can give us, and you talked about becoming gods. Do I believe that uh, one day we'll be able to create as he creates? Uh, if we do what we're supposed to here on earth and learn what we're supposed to, I do. I really okay. believe that. So you know, because you, you know what you're talking about, that I, as an evangelical, believe something different than sure. you. Sure, yeah, I know right? that. Do you think I'm wrong? <sighs> Wrong's a hard statement. I, I think I, we have I differing know, opinions. It, you know, dude, I won't I, be offended. I, no, so here's the thing. I've prayed about it. And I, I've, I felt like the Holy Spirit has come into my heart and told me that these things are true. I can't tell you that you're a liar. I don't believe that. I believe that you believe what you're doing. But do you um, believe I'm wrong? You must. Otherwise, yeah. you believe what I believe. Right? Or I don't know what you believe, right? There's two options. Here's pa- what I, partially, here's, maybe here's, I don't understand. Here's, here's, what, here's what I believe. Sure. I believe that Jesus was always the Son. God is a Trinitarian God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Always existed. And always one, in, always in one. one God, three distinct persons. Okay, okay, sure. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All equally God. Mm-hmm. Same level. Different roles, but same God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, okay? Jesus Christ came to this earth not to make it possible for us to get to heaven, but to secure heaven for us by dying on a cross. And if we'll repent and put our trust in him, he will forgive us completely. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, by grace we are saved through faith, and that not of ourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, so that nobody can boast. Sure, sure. But, you know, the interesting thing is, is that I think this is the big difference, and I, and I know this difference, 
is that we believe in grace. I believe that there's nothing I can do in this life that will save me. Nothing. I, in the end, I mean, it's like a little kid who can put together a few do cents your, to buy do a bike. Best, Jesus does the rest. And that's exactly it. But, but okay. the scriptures no, are very clear okay. as well that okay. they hold say... On, hold on one second. Wait, they well, say I, want, that I want to make just one point. Faith without works is dead. Okay. Right. <laughs> but I don't believe that same thing. Okay. I think everything that I do is bad, okay. and Jesus has done it all. Not the rest. He's done it all. Sure. Okay? Okay. And we have a different understanding about Jesus. So one of us is wrong. Yeah, I okay. think you're right. Now, if I'm wrong mm-hmm. about this, I don't beat my children. I, I take care of my family, yeah, and I pay I, my taxes. I agree. If I died, and I'm wrong... I've done my best, and Jesus will do the rest. I'm in pretty good shape. I don't know if I'll go to celestial, telestial, or terrestrial, but I will, I'll be in pretty good shape. Okay? If you die, and you're wrong, mm-hmm. and your understanding of Jesus is wrong, and you have been trying to contribute to salvation, or your understanding of Jesus is different than the one that I believe the Bible presents, mm-hmm. because you have a wrong understanding, you would be in big trouble. Really? You would go to hell because you're, you've been <laughs> believing in the wrong God. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't I don't, yeah. I don't. believe that. Well, you should read 1 John. Can I explain why? I actually know why. You should read 1 John and 2 John. <laughs> no, why John. I don't agree. <laughs> I, well, I know, I, know you, I know you don't. But here's what I'm trying to present to you. I don't think you know to. why, sir. Well, let me, I'm trying to position it this way. Okay? If Jesus is very clear on how he wants to be understood, not as a created being in any way, shape, or form, and that it's complete forgiveness well, of sin. I'm sorry. I agree that he wants to be understood so go ahead rightly rightly and if you believe in the wrong type of christ or the wrong christ first john 2 and second john makes it clear you don't have the father you don't have forgiveness if i'm wrong i'm okay according to your beliefs if you're wrong (laughs) according to my beliefs you have been worshiping a false so for the vast majority of humanity which would you want it to be you want to damn everybody is that what you're saying it's (laughs) it's not what i want it's what the bible says i I don't agree i believe that the bible let me tell no no let me tell you why i believe let me take take a break we'll come back fair enough you know commercials how this works well i've got to go but but i would say that but i believe god loves us and that the damning all his children is not what god is about so, so nobody goes to hell. No, I don't believe that. Oh. But I believe that God does not want to damn most of his children and that he will make a way that most of his children will be able to come back to him okay. so through when, Jesus. So when Jesus said, broad is the through road the that leads to destruction, the narrow is the way Christ. that leads to life and few find it. What was he talking about? He's talking about, he's talking about um, eternal life. Which is what we talked about earlier, returning right. to God's presence. Okay. But that doesn't mean that he hasn't prepared a place. He also says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Okay. And so, so bottom line, if I'm wrong, I'm okay. If you're wrong, big trouble. Fair enough? Uh, if you think so. All right. Dude. I don't believe that's what those scriptures are saying. I appreciate the chat. Have a wonderful day, Goodbye, sir. my Mormon friend. Goodbye. Until tomorrow, go serve your king.